Today's episode is brought to you by my new book, Millennial vs. Machine, how I got someone else to pay off my student loan debt and how you can do the same. For more information, visit CourtneyMKing.com slash podcast. Millennial versus Machine, how I got someone else to pay off my student loan debt and how you can do the same thing. Let's jump right into today's conversation. Hey guys, it's Courtney again here with Millennial versus Machine. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode. If you haven't bought the book yet, don't forget it is available on Amazon.com. So make sure you go to CourtneyMKing.com to pick up a copy, paperback, um, Audible is coming soon, and then also the Kindle version. So uh, today, I'm going to pick back up from where I left off on the very first episode. That's when I gave you a brief introduction about where I started, up until the point where uh, I ended up deciding that I wanted to buy the property that I had mentioned. So today, I have a special special guest, which is my dad, David King. Pops! How are you, Dad? Hey, Pops! <laughs> <laughs> What's up, kid? Okay, so I wanted to bring you on here because at that moment, you saw something in that house. You saw an opportunity that I couldn't see. All I saw was fear. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to bring us back to that moment where you and I are at that house. We're walking through and we have that conversation where you're like, hey, I think this would be a good property for you to buy. I don't think I said it like that. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> I said, you either buy it or I'm going to buy it. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's paper here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell us about kind of what you saw in that opportunity. Uh, well, first of all, we both created some debt because this is really all about debt. Yes. Student loan debt. Yep. Okay. Now... You created a student loan debt, uh, and you went through a college, mm -hmm. and you borrowed some money to buy something. Yes, exactly. Okay. Before you borrowed the money to buy something, mm -hmm. did you know where you wanted to go? I had no idea. Okay. So, yeah. so you ran into this debt. <laughs> yeah. To buy something that you had no idea what you were going to use the money to buy. Yes. Okay, so what's the percentage you think mm -hmm. of kids nowadays that are going through that same process? Oh, every single person going to college. Right. That's their so, experience. So all the freshmen I talk to and I say, what is your major and what is your goal? Yeah. And they say, I don't know yet. Yeah, they say I'm undecided. I'm undecided. <laughs> That's but, what they say. Well, but, but you're paying for something. We already spent the money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. And you're supposed to be getting, there's supposed to be a goal. Yes. So I don't know how you start in debt. Yes. With no goal. Yes. So I'm going to bring this all the way back around. Okay. To your question. Mm -hmm. Why did I see the value in the house? 
or what did I see the value in the house? Yes. Okay. Because I was investing in my education by reading all these books of real estate investing. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. But that education only cost about 250 bucks. Okay. <laughs> and so with the information that I got out of that, yeah. I knew how you could buy a property. Yeah. Rent it out. Mm-hmm. Receive passive income back. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so through me in, uh, investing in my own education, that is what I bought. Yeah. Education on how to make money in real estate. Yeah. Okay. Real fast. And you didn't spend that much. Okay. So you had all this debt mm-hmm. that you wasn't afraid of getting into. Yeah. Okay. You didn't know what you was buying, but you had no fear of jumping into this $100,000 debt. Yeah. Okay. But now I'm showing you something that you can touch and see and research numbers and all that. Now you're scared. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it was funny because for co- with college, you're banking on this idea that you're going to get a good job. That's what you think you're buying. You're buying a good job, but that's purely speculation. Okay, what's the age that you're going into right there? I mean, in, into college. What 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 age are oh, you? Oh, 18, 19. 18, 19? Yeah, right. yeah. 18, 19. Mm-hmm. And I'm a bank. <laughs> yes. I already okay. know where you're going. Well, yeah. I'm a bank, and I'm talking to this 18, 19-year-old person. Mm-hmm. Not even 21 adult. Mm-hmm. And says, I will give you this money to buy something that you have no idea what you're buying because if you default, the government's guaranteeing the money. Mm-hmm. So it's a no risk on their side. I absolutely agree. Yeah, that's just the truth. Yeah. And yeah. you don't have to agree or disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you default yeah. on that money, yeah. they're going to put a claim into the government mm-hmm. and says, you back this person. Mm-hmm. On this loan. Yeah. Right? The government's not sweating it because the loan stays for life. Yeah. Till you pay it off. Exactly. That's the only way it's going to go away. Yeah. Okay. So they say, okay, well, they're surely going to do a tax return. And we're just going to take all the money instead of giving them the return. That's, yep. And we're going to get our money back. Yeah. The bank got their money back. Yeah. The only person stuck is the non-adult the student, child the student ah. okay wow okay so if you make okay so yeah i have a goal and i want to get into real estate investing yes and i go spend 250 dollars in different books mm-hmm. to learn how this process works yeah Then I go out and work it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And get the money back. Yep. You went and spent $125,000. And all they gave you was a piece of paper. Yeah. That said, hey, she memorized and passed all the tests of political science (laughs) and Spanish. (laughs) And real quick, let me clarify for the audience. Real fast. The total cost of my education was about $120,000. Okay. But I only had to borrow twenty five thousand total. 
Right, because okay. of the uh, scholarships, scholarships and, and, and all and those all type that. of things. Just, okay. to, just so that they are clear. And, and so, so you your your two pieces of paper. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> only cost twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. But some people, because they didn't have or the diligence like you did, yeah. because I can remember you writing for scholarships nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So they could do that. Oh yeah. But if they didn't, they're in a little more. Uh, debt, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's all the same stuff. That's true. You got two pieces of paper and you got this debt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that the, it's it's. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, we're we're going with the norm because that's what they said, and still haven't found who they, they are. I have no idea who they are. Okay, but you're going to college. Mm-hmm. Because you can't get a good job without a degree. Correct. Is what they said. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But you got the two pieces of paper. Yeah. You go on to look for the good job that they said you're going to get. It ain't there. It ain't there. <laughs> it's not there. Or you realize that you just spent all this money on this degree and you really don't want to use it. Or you don't use it for whatever reason. Well, somebody lying to you then. Oh, yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. So me and my general co general contracting business, mm -hmm. man, you talk about all the reviews. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All the reviews. Why isn't there a student, a graduate student review of what they bought from the schools? Yeah. Right. Are they going to be able to say? Hey, I got these two degrees. It only cost me eighty thousand. And let's not go into uh, uh, graduate school. Yeah, graduate yeah. school or yeah. or any other, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and say, did you get what you paid for, or did you not even know what you were buying, and you got played? Well, you know what? I I hate to admit this, but I got straight up played. Now, no, no. This is this is what I bought because you asked me, Courtney, what did you buy when we were just like talking, right? Okay. I said good study habits. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I got some phenomenal study habits that oh, actually yeah. study habits and just work ethic habits, okay. right? Yeah. But, but 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 believe it or not, yeah. What you bought, yeah, was debt. Yes. That caused you. To figure a solution to pay it. Yes, that's true. And now you're in real estate mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with what you went to school for. Correct. So, kind of in an indirect way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I could introduce you to real estate investing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you're scared of it just because they didn't educate you at the college about it. Exactly. Or how it works. Yeah. But I said, kid, don't worry. I paid 250 bucks for books. I know what I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> I Yeah, and that's what I felt so comfortable because you have been, or had at the time, had been investing in real estate in Dallas for quite a few years. Right, exactly. And saw a lot of profit. Right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So it, it, it reminds me, it's a, a little bit of what my audience is looking to me towards. Okay. I look towards you because I'm like, okay, he Absolutely. knows. Absolutely. And now my audience is looking towards me like, okay, she's done this and has continued to do this. Let and me she's look to in the business of doing it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. She's done this. She's currently doing it. Mm -hmm. And she has great success doing it. Totally. So to your audience, I say. Okay. Get rid of the fear. Yes. 
and sign up with King Realty and Management yeah. and get an investment property with someone who has done it and doing it and pay your student loans off. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so getting the knowledge or building a team is, I mean, is that what you're telling them? Like, hey, you can, you can do this because we've done it. But part of how or getting to the way to do it, I guess you would say, is by contacting somebody that does know what they're doing. Absolutely. So it's the knowledge so, and so, the information. So let's say I live in Chicago. Okay. Okay. Am I able to contact you to purchase something in Houston or Dallas area? Totally. And you can set them up. Like, let's say they pay $350 a month. Mm-hmm. In student loan debt, mm -hmm. okay? Or even six. Yeah. Okay? So I'm calling Courtney. Mm -hmm. Man, I've checked out your book, listened to your podcast. I pay $750 a month in student loan. Yes. And it's got me going more in debt, paying it off. Mm -hmm. How can you help me? And I say, how can you help me? Great question. You go to CourtneyMKing.com slash slash start. Let me say that again. CourtneyMKing.com slash start. It's linked in the show notes. And literally, they answer a few questions for me. Yeah. We schedule a one-on-one -on -one call. It may take like 30 minutes. I've actually already started okay, having Okay, how calls. are they going to find a house mm -hmm. to buy that's going to make money every month? We literally... Or do you find the house? I do everything. Oh my... Everything? Oh yeah. I mean, and I don't finance did, it, but... What do they do? They show up and sign. They show up and sign. They review the information that I'm giving them. Because right. it's not just me saying, hey, this is a good property. Right. I'm providing actual market data to say, hey, this is what the property is approximately worth. This is what we could rent it for. This is, these are the expenses that you can expect in terms of property management. Okay, so I'm in Chicago. Yeah. I go to Courtney M. King and, and, and uh, get start. Yep. Answer the question. Yes. You call me back. Yeah. Who, how am I going to get financing for the house? Well, stay tuned, guys, because we actually have some upcoming podcast episodes where we talk through with other members of my team. So in particular, I actually have... Um, a lender and a few different lenders actually that I've worked with personally. Okay. Like they've helped me buy. You've got your loans through them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like six or seven properties okay, through these right. people. Okay, right. Got you, got you. <laughs> so I trust them with my stuff. So I basically, from start to finish, walk you step by step, just like the book. Yeah. And say, this is who you need to contact. Go ahead and contact them. Once we have our financing piece all in place, then we can move to the next step, which is looking for properties. So, so like when you contacted me, yeah, I was that broker. You were, yeah, right. I was the you broker, did everything. and I was the owner, yeah, of King Realty and Management. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, gosh, I turned into my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, I told you, yes, we can do this and get rid of your student loan debt. You did, okay, and so you bought it, yeah. And it cash flowed every month. 100%. Who, who managed it during that time? King Realty. Oh, King Realty and <laughs> yes. Management, the company I gave you. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love how you're painting this picture well, in a very simple form. Yeah, Yeah, it's a simple form because yeah. they're the. if there is any fear, yeah. it should be at that 750 coming next month Thank bill. You. 
Exactly. Right? Yeah. So be afraid of that and not of the solution. You see what I mean? Well, and you know what I was going to say too? Any property, any opportunities that I analyze, right? Yeah. Um, Like, let's say you say, okay, I have $350 a month student loan debt payment and I want to have a property that generates at least 400 a month, right? Right. Well, I send you that property. I'm not just sending you any property or any, you know, anything that I haven't ran my numbers on. I'm sending you properties that I actually would consider buying. Yeah, right? because you've got to be the manager. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not about to hook them up with some... Yeah, dive house. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah this terrible yeah, yeah, property exactly. that's going to end up costing them money. Right. And, and I think that is another component of reducing the fear. Right. Is like, okay, if Courtney's not going to buy it, or if Courtney wouldn't consider it as a, sure, a property sure. to, to generate this cash flow, then I know she's not going to send me any trash. You know what I mean? Like I know. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, you're in the business to make this work and you stay in business. Yeah. Now, let's say that I buy a house mm-hmm. and I get this much in rent, right? Yeah. And we got to say there is little risk yeah. here because... Say the tenant doesn't pay. Let's say the tenant loses the job. There's or whatever. always risk. Okay, absolutely. so so that's where we always talk about the reserve, right? Yeah, exactly. And the reserve. Let's say I have three hundred and fifty dollars student loan per month. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm making five hundred dollars a month. Yes. On the cash flow. Correct. And the first year goes great. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Three fifty to the student loan. And 150 to reserve. Exactly. Okay. So after 12 months, I have, uh, oh no, math. I was going to say, I wasn't good at math. Right. Pepperdine didn't teach yeah, me that. Yeah, One, 150, <laughs> 12 months. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about uh, 1,200 plus six, that's 1,800. Okay. So after the first year, I have 1,800 mm-hmm. in reserve. And real quick, so we can break this down. Okay. A reserve is like a savings account for the property. Right, that that's not in your savings account. Exactly, it's exactly. in your trust account. Yes, with the management company. Exactly, because we know Christmas come up, and your bleeding heart want to get that money away to somebody else, <laughs> or spend it on a Bahamas trip exactly. or a cruise. Exactly, and then when you need the reserve, the reserve is gone. Exactly, let's not do that. Yes, we've 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 been there. Yes, right? yes. Um. So. So now after one year, mm-hmm. I have uh, $1,800 mm-hmm. saved up and the tenant moves. Yes. Right? Yep. Okay. So I might have to cover a month's rent. Correct. Before another tenant gets in. So Or repairs. or And some repairs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but we have the security deposit. True. From the tenant that we're, if they damage anything, we're going to use that. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... Uh, let's say the payment on the house is six fifty, seven hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. right? So out of the eighteen hundred, there's, and I still got eleven hundred for repairs and a whole month's worth of rent. Yeah, and then I get another tenant, mm-hmm. and we go again exactly. and do the same thing. Exactly. Okay. So normally, in a good economy, mm-hmm. uh, you bought the house for a hundred just because of round numbers. Let's yeah. just use a round number. Totally. Bought it for a hundred. Mm-hmm. The very next year, it's now worth 110. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 110, and this is a business. Mm-hmm. 
So I get to depreciate 27.5% of 100 the first year, mm -hmm. every year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of the structure value only. Right. For 20 years. Yes. Okay. Um, so when I go to do my taxes, mm -hmm. I have deductions in there. Mm -hmm. If I did have to use some of the reserve on there, I get to put that as a expense, expense mm -hmm. right? So my personal taxes are going down. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And my income is going up because now that your student loan is being paid off by someone else, you have $350, $700 more per month exactly. yourself. Exactly. That you're not paying. Yeah. Right? So basically the only thing is in the way is some fear, mm -hmm. maybe some marginal credit. Yeah, right? possibly. But, but, but if you don't ever start on the road. Yeah. Guaranteed you're never going to get there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So that's that's Courtney M. King slash Yeah, CourtneyMKing.com slash start. Okay. And you know what? You just kind of alluded to the um, next episodes that are coming up okay. are pre-work episodes. Okay. Where we start talking about how to get started. Where to, where to start exactly. Because I think sometimes going along the lines of fear, sometimes people are... They make assumptions that, oh, there's no way I can buy anything, this, that, and the other. Sure, sure. Um, and then also, people almost hate to look at their finances. Like, they right. hate to go in there and look, okay. Because it stresses see, out. It stresses them out, exactly. Yeah. But in the upcoming episodes, we're, right. we're telling them, go to the website, CourtneyMKing.com slash start. But also, keep tuning in to the podcast because each and every episode is to help drive you to that goal, which is to purchase an investment property and have that asset to generate the cash flow you need to pay off your student loans. So right, absolutely. It's, it's gradual. And, but but hmm. if you never go to CourtneyMKing.com slash start. Yes. Right? Yeah. You're never going anywhere. You just put the book down True. and keep on paying for what you got, whatever that was. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever that whatever, was. Whatever piece of paper you bought. Whatever that was. Yeah. Okay, but Let's speak to those who have not gone to college and parents that might listen to this podcast. Okay. Right? Yeah. To me, it just makes no sense to start the process without the goal in mind first. That's good. Okay. So, yeah, you know, we're not knocking college or anything like mm. that. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense to not have a destination for the degrees to go. Exactly. Right. We're just sparking thought because right. uh, I enjoyed my education. Yeah. Um, oh, Malibu, California on the beach. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed visiting. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I'm glad that you said that because I don't want people to think that we're knocking college, but, yeah. but we're sparking thought. I mean, honestly, I never even thought, well, why are you going to college? I, I mean, you and mom didn't go to college. Yeah. So it's like, that was just the logical thing. It's like they, you know, the world culture, yeah. you got to go to college. Yeah. And then you guys are like, hey, I want you to be more than I was. Yeah, absolutely. And so that was, you know, that was the thought process, but no real in-depth thought about, well, what am I buying? What am I, what kind of return on investment am I getting? Exactly. And, and here on the podcast, in the book, I'm talking all about return on investment. Right. Taking right. what you do have leveraging it yeah. to buy this asset that generates money for you. Right. So that you can pay off student loans. And I'm glad you mentioned about the parents that may be listening that don't have kids, right? Yeah. Um, whether or not they want to go to college 
Well, they wouldn't be a parent if they didn't have kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my mind is all over Uh-oh, the place. going fast. <laughs> no, but what I was going to say is, oh, I'm sorry. They don't have kids in college. Okay, yes. right. Right. That's Yeah, yeah. yeah. They could, whether their kids go to college or not, right. they could still use this strategy because we all have liabilities, right? Right, exactly. So exactly. let's talk about that from so, a parent perspective. So instead of signing for a parent plus plan, whatever they got on that loan. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Now, now this is what they do, right? Yeah. They sign up for a parent. Isn't that what it's called? It's called the plus loan. Yeah. Parent yeah. plus loan. Yeah. Yeah. That now I'm on the hook. Exactly. <laughs> okay. They got your credit. Got my credit in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So instead of doing that, yeah. why wouldn't I just sign for a mortgage on a house that creates the return? Now let's say, so even the parents call you, mm-hmm. get involved in the investment uh, and maybe their kids three years away from college. Yes. Okay. So now they have all those funds going to a college fund mm-hmm. so that uh, what what they're they're paying cash exactly. at that point. But it's not them paying cash. Their asset is paying for the education. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I actually have a few clients that actually did that. I mean, right. starting in the 80s. Right. And, you know, one client in particular that comes to mind bought a portfolio of like five or six houses. Right. And he basically said those houses are what paid for his kids' entire college education. Right. So, so you, let's say parents are listening out there. Yeah. And they have a 401k or or a IRA. Ooh, this is good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? You know how to get them to be able to self- direct mm-hmm. those, those funds. funds, right? Yeah. You have a, what do they call them? Uh, Self-directed IRA? Or yeah, something? yeah. Or or you can even transfer a 401k to an IRA yeah. and, and move it to a self-directed, or I, I think they have self-directed 401ks. 401Ks. Yeah. But there's an administrator that we yes, put them in touch with, which right? Which we have, we have the connect, oh, you guys. Man. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, they have a 401k and it has $200,000 in it. Oh, yeah. You move them to the administrator. They change that or re- roll that right into a self-directed. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And they literally take that retirement money and put it to work themselves. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and so here again, no, no let, let's look at the 401k or, or IRAs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What happens when they get wiped out because the stock market crashed? They're hot. Right. Because because what did they buy? They bought a piece of paper just like you did. <laughs> it's just out of luck. When they could have bought real estate. estate. So, That's good. So they didn't buy real estate. Yeah. They put their estate in paper. Exactly. Some, into somebody else's company. Something that is not real. Exactly. Right? Some, and something that they don't have any control over. Exactly. Versus exactly. a tangible asset. Yeah. And I think that's just because of a lack of knowledge yeah. that they have those possibilities out there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so they could roll that in a self-directed uh, retirement program mm-hmm. and they could purchase those properties and put them to work. Mm-hmm. So maybe they have 200000 they could even leave a hundred thousand in and put a hundred thousand in a self-directed. Exactly yeah. from a diversification. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine who's really big on the four hundred one k and when the the market crashed in was that two thousand eight? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, he was 
boasting before on how he had a million dollars in his 401k for his retirement. Okay. The crash came and I said, man, how's that 401k doing? And he said, uh, 260,000. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Where did the money go? So I don't know. Where did it go? I, that's I don't know either. <laughs> I don't think he knew. Okay. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's the same process. Wow. What did we buy at the school? Yeah. What did we I mean it's the same thing. Absolutely. But if that money was in real estate, mm-hmm. get guess what didn't crash at the crash? Rents. Oh, they went up actually a little <laughs> bit. Because nobody could buy a house. They were losing their houses. Exactly. So if, if all these foreclosures were happening, where do you think those people were going? Oh, they had to go to a rent. They had to go rent. And that's when we started scooping up. And then that's when we scooped them all up. <laughs> you see what I mean? And yeah. so yeah. just really educating oneself on finances. Yes. Right? Yes. So the market crashed and the value of the property momentarily because they've all recovered. That's true. And and gone beyond yeah. what they originally. Oh yeah. Okay. So you would have just had to sit for Wait it a, out. for a minute. Yeah. But the monthly income would have stayed and even went up. Definitely. Because of supply and demand on the market. Totally. Right. Totally. Right. And, you know, in a later episode, I do want to talk about um, kind of the crash and all of those things. Because sure. we learned a lot oh, during that time. During right? that, yes. And that we've been really able to help our clients. Through that experience. Through that experience. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we'll do that on a later episode. The yeah. other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, too, okay. um, is... We're not knocking the stock market by any means. We're just sparking questions, just like we're telling people about questioning. Yeah, she's not <laughs> knocking the market. <laughs> yeah. But but the fact that I'm not at all in the stock market and yes. my mo- my money is in real, real estate. That's true. Right? And so is mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I well, followed you in that. Well, like, yeah. I mean... But not to make any enemies on stock market. Exactly. People, exactly. Right? Yeah. But I feel so much more comfortable totally. with real estate totally. as my investment than a piece of paper that I have no control of whether it goes up or down or anything. Definitely. Yeah. And and yeah, and that is the point. Exactly. Um and guys, just so you know, like if you reach out to me um and we just start the dialogue yeah, on this. Yeah. You're not alone. Um, not only are you getting my expertise, but I always am asking yeah. my dad, Dad, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? But just you you get to make the final decision. You have the final say-so, and we right. just educate you just like yeah. we're doing on this yeah. podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, more sharing our own experiences yeah. and looking at from a different perspective Yeah, and uh, really taking control and not letting... The system, the machine, yeah, take control of your money. Exactly. Where was your money in the machine? That's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The money was in the machine. Yeah. And you need to take your money out of that machine. Well, we are millennials versus the machine. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is good. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so you're working every day. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they take your money out of your check and they put it in the machine. Mm-hmm. And they say, 
every three months, a machine going to send you a letter and kind of update you on what what's in there, what's not, what's it doing, what's it not doing. Yeah. Right? You mean machine stock market or machine Whatever is the investment portfolio okay. other than real estate. Okay, got it. So, so every three months, yeah. and, and some of them even do every six months, mm-hmm. you get a report mm-hmm. on your 401k, right? Yes. And then you see all this broker fee for that. Oh, yeah. Broker fee for that. Yeah. Broker fee for that. Yeah. So how often am I going to know how my real estate is? Oh, every single month. Every month. You can log into our online portal okay. and pull all of your financials on what your property is doing. Okay. So if you wanted to even do something else, refinance your house or or, or buy another house, yes. right? Yes. You can take these reports yep. to prove income. Exactly. And right. they credit that income against whatever debt you may have right. on that property. Absolutely. So, so it reduces the liability. Exactly. And you look very much more loanable. Oh, definitely. Yeah and, yeah. and here's the deal. It's like you get the one property. You focus on the one to start because yeah. a lot of people that have been reaching out to me uh-huh. have been thinking, oh, I want to scale up. I want a three, four properties. And I'm like, no, <laughs> let's focus on the one. And then when you have that one and you have all of that data to back your investment, yeah. then that's when those lenders are going to say, oh, yeah, you know what you're doing. Well, even more than that, yeah. let me tell you. Once you get that one, yeah, that's gonna make you grab a book, exactly on real estate investing. Exactly. Do you see what I mean? And you put that in your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do this as a job, mm-hmm. but I do this also as an investor. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so getting the one puts the desire in you to continue to educate yourself. Exactly. So when I said to you. Mm-hmm. You could use this house to pay off all your student loans. Yeah. Before that, you had zero interest in real estate or investing. You are so right. I was a teacher. So you pulled the trigger on the one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. (laughs) And you can't stop me. I mean, ever since. I mean, ever since. That's what it is. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, You looked at your teacher salary. Oh, yeah. You looked at your investment money that you made. Yeah. And then I told you. Hey, you got summers off. Why don't you get a real estate license and come be an agent under me? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then your first commission on was how much? A lot. I think the first one of the first sales was $830,000. Oh, okay. Whatever right. 3% of that was. Right? Yeah. And then once you got the commission check, yeah. you say bye-bye <laughs> Adios. to the jabo. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. This I had. Oh yeah. I had five hours invested in this deal, and yeah. I got a sixteen thousand dollar check. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So getting in is the start of changing your thinking on your finances. Exactly. Right. And potentially changing it so much that you have a positive impact on future generations or on your family as a whole. Right. So let's say. Let's look futuristically. Okay. Futuristically, I'm making five hundred dollars a month on this property, or three fifty, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. And I finally paid off my student loans. Yeah. What happens to the money now? You, if you have any other liabilities, if you have it credit card. Oh, other things. Yeah, yeah. If if you have auto loans or credit card debt or whatever, you can use that cash. Yeah, it's going straight to your bank account. Exactly. You can do whatever you want with do, it. What? Okay. So. Yeah. After the student loan is paid off, yeah. 
I've just increased, say it's $500. I just increased my yearly income by 6,000. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. On a hundred thousand dollar house on that 6,000, I could write off immediately depreciation, which is going to be $2,700 a year. Mm -hmm. Okay. So $2,700. I don't have to pay taxes on. Yeah. On the 6,000 that I received. Yeah. Okay. And so now my tax rate on that, on that 6,000 just went down yeah. because it went right. And then, Plus. and then I realized now that I'm an investor, it, I require to have a cell phone, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So now my cell phone, mm -hmm. right, is a expense deduction mm -hmm. off of that income. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm already buying in Houston. So when I take a trip, to visit the rental property or go to California to look for some more rental properties yeah. because I'm a real estate investor exactly. that now exactly becomes an expense. Yes. Another deduction. Yes. Okay. Now if I got to use my car mm -hmm. to go look for some properties mm -hmm. and they say I can put down the mileage as I go look for that properties. I think it's 55 cents per mile mm -hmm. as, of this, <clears throat> as of this recording. So if I go and I search and I, and I go, let's say 10,000 miles, mm -hmm. I wish I had a calculator in front of me. I added up, yeah. but it's a substantial. So oh, yeah. now I've re received $6,000 mm -hmm. and I have no tax liability on it exactly. because of all the deductions in the real estate investing business. Yes. So it's more. Oh, it's so much more than just the cash flow. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And we also have an awesome CPA. Her name is Barbara Thompson. She's going to be on the podcast in some upcoming episodes where she talks more about that. Okay. I'm um, just kind of a disclaimer. The IRS does treat real estate professionals different than individuals that may own one or two rental properties. Right. So, um, our perspective, I'm just saying to go into that business. Exactly. <clears throat> okay. So just, just let's say, yeah, I got so excited about the first one. Yeah. That over 10 years or even over five years, now I got, I have 10 of them. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. I have 10 and they're all netting $500 per month. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. That's a good amount of money. That's a pretty good income. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, you, you could quit your nine to five depending on what you're. At, at, you, I think it might even exceed. I was going to say, yeah. Right? So then. I get this check into my bank account, five thousand mm -hmm. dollars, on the ten rental properties every month, mm -hmm. right? Gross. Yeah, we didn't deduct it. Yeah, but how worried am I now? Oh, that stress is gone. Oh, yeah. So it's more. You get more benefits. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. So we talked about the cash flow benefits. We talked about the tax benefits, but quality of life benefits. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. we know the number one killer is stress. stress. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're signing off right now. <laughs> I think we left them enough to chew on. Oh, enough to think you about. You know what enough I mean? To chew on. Um. So, guys, I just appreciate you tuning in to this conversation with Absolutely. my dad and dad, I appreciate you so much because you're the one that got me started in real Absolutely. estate, you know, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. saw the vision first before I saw anything. Right. Exactly. Um, all I saw was fear. And so thank you for 
for coming on here and sharing the experience, but also helping the audience also reduce the fear that they may feel. Absolutely. I reduced your fear because you didn't walk it alone. Exactly. You're going to reduce their fear because you're going to walk with them. Mm -hmm. And it's all good. It's a done deal. It's a win-win. It's a done deal. So, so CourtneyMKing.com slash start. Yes. Okay. Yes. If you never start, you will never finish. <laughs> exactly. That's good. That's a word. There it is. You want to start preaching that? <laughs> <laughs> so guys, um, before we uh, go, just make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, rate and review. If you have any questions about getting started, like my dad said, visit CourtneyMKing.com slash start. If you have any testimonials about the book, about the podcast, any questions, make sure you visit CourtneyMKing.com slash podcast. All of these links are linked in the show notes. And um, I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. Thanks so much. Thanks, Dad. Signing out. Pops. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to continue the conversation, be sure to visit CourtneyMKing.com slash community. And oh, by the way, please subscribe, share, rate, and review this podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. And so would your peeps who are looking to get out of student loan debt. Until next time.